dear brothers and sisters uh, as i said we are at the walking in victory seminar we finished two sessions can you do you remember them number one commanding and commanding and walking in victory remember session number one how to command in the name of jesus the name of jesus is the most important name there is no name given under heaven by which man can be saved but the name of jesus just like jesus said in my name if you pray you will find results yeah we must learn how to command make you know remember we heard in the first talk god created us to have dominion over everything amen over everything yeah second talk was uh, on the gift of tongues you know what is the gift of tongues how to pray in the gift of tongues uh, what does the scripture tells us about the gift of tongues let me tell you there is more about the gift of tongues yeah that's not the end but in the seminar we can only give three talks yeah and uh, it's good to give only three talks give you four talks and then god bless you <laughs> yeah so three talks should do we'll do this three talks and so this talk we have finished uh, two sessions commanding and walking in victory praying continually in tongues i want to give a teaching simple teaching on the use and the benefits of it see because when you understand the use and the benefits of it you will pray more obviously yeah and then we go to a short ministry time and then we get into eucharist by 5 o'clock we will close today yeah okay are you with me amen say hallelujah let's go yeah anybody sleepy yeah if somebody sleepy what must you do you got some water with you pour <laughs> it on the head yeah we'll keep you we'll keep you alive yeah don't worry so look uh, the use and benefits of the gift of tongues you see the scripture everybody knows everybody knows beautiful scripture what is paul saying 1 thessalonians chapter 5 16 to 18 rejoice okay a good way to use your afternoon sessions can we all read it together come on rich pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus amen, amen. paul is teaching us a secret how many people come and ask us uh, what is god's will for me everybody wants to know god's will right and sometimes i say this is god's will for you rejoice always pray continually give thanks they are disappointed because they only want to know where i can go who i will marry which country i can go that's all god's will is God's will Paul is saying rejoice what is rejoice be happy hello don't look sad how many how many christians are very sad have you noticed it so sad like mother of all sorrows so sad 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 no be happy paul is saying that is god's will for you you want to live well you want to live a happy life he says rejoice that's why in one uh, philippians also he says no 4 uh, 4 Uh, um, rejoice in the lord always and again i say rejoice that means he's stressing it doesn't matter who you married no you can smile no what to do some things we cannot change can you command and change your spouse i wish <laughs> some things are ordained by god something ordained by god so what is important here is we rejoice that's only in make life easier make life easier rejoice be happy god has brought in a situation in everything yeah learn to rejoice learn to smile smiling is important now we some of we, we our culture you know uh, uh, indian culture is we are very very uh, what do you call it stiff we don't like smiling we don't like to smile we are afraid to smile But if you go to some other countries, they will smile at a stranger. You know, I lived in Germany for some years, and uh, even if they don't know me, you know, they'll say "Good and talk, good morning," and they move on. You know, there's this greeting, there's a smile. It's good to smile. It talks about your heart. I know why you don't smile in India because if you smile in India, you have a problem. Imagine if you tell everybody "Good morning, good morning," with 1.3 billion. you need neck therapy correct no everybody good morning good morning good morning and in india imagine if you say good morning to a lady if a lady says good morning to him that fellow will follow him <laughs> so that's why we don't say anything but we should learn how to be joyful no joy is a gift of the fruit of the holy spirit amen yeah joy the source is god happiness comes from things happiness comes from a burger Happiness comes to going to Canada. 
Happiness comes from money. Joy comes from God. Amen. All the time to rejoice is important. Second thing he said is pray continually. Wow. Another version says what? Pray without ceasing. No ceasefire in prayer. Yeah. We can ceasefire anything else but prayer. If you ceasefire on prayer, there will be fire in your relationships. Yeah. We'll come to this and give thanks in all circumstances. Whatever you may go through in life, whatever has happened in your life, give thanks. That is God's will for you. That is God's will. Have the attitude of gratitude. That's how you should live as a Christian. So now we're coming to this. Paul is saying here, pray continually. I want to ask you a question. Is it possible? How to pray continually? Ah, that's because you heard the session. Yeah? Very good. But that's what we want to reply. But normally we say, cannot pray continually. How to pray without ceasing? Impossible to pray without ceasing. We are active people. We are working people. We are family people. We go to work. We have other things on our mind. How to pray without ceasing? What did Paul mean? Yeah. <coughs> if you read the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it says there are three forms of prayer. Are you with me? Three forms. Yeah. Catch this. Very important. What are the three forms of prayer? Vocal prayer, meditation, contemplation. Three forms of prayer. Vocal prayer, meditation, contemplation. Now what is vocal prayer? Vocal prayer is when you use your... Hello, are you with me? Uh, vocal prayer is when you use your vocal cord. Charismatic spirituality is vocal prayer, right? Because we like to say, thank you Lord, praise you Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. Vocal prayer. Using our vocal cords. My question to you. Can we pray vocal prayer everywhere? Can we pray vocal prayer 24 by 7? You lose your vocal cords. Correct, no? If you want to you lose it, then you pray like that. Can you pray everywhere in vocal prayer? No. You cannot pray. Imagine if you can go, if you go to the fish market, and you pray, thank you Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. They'll put a fish in your mouth. Shut up. So you can't. So what I'm trying to say is, when Paul said pray continuously, disqualified. Correct, no? Okay. What is meditation? You see, when the Bible uses the word meditation or CCC, uses the word medita meditation means meditating on scripture. Not meditation, simply sitting and looking at a mountain. Some people look at a mountain. God is so strong. Are Baba? Why you want to look at a mountain, no? Some will do just yoga. You know why? You know why all these problems we are facing? Because we have not discovered the power of the Holy Spirit. God is in you. Amen? Yeah. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. God is in you. Power is in you. We don't find it. So we are looking at a mountain and a hill and on the hills. and okay. So meditation is to meditate on scripture. The question is again, can you meditate on scripture 24 bar 7? Wherever you are, you can meditate on scripture? No. Imagine, you are driving. Can you meditate on scripture when you are driving? Try and see where you will go. <laughs> Cannot. Disqualified. Contemplation. What is contemplation? Most of our religious and priests, yeah, this is their uh, spirituality, right? Most of them are in this spiritual. Contemplation, they, you see, again you have to go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Catechism of the Catholic Church says, contemplation is contemplating the face of Christ. That's contemplation. Not simply having blank. Some people know, sit in prayer. Blank. That's not prayer. Be careful. There was a, there was a priest who wrote on this book. It's called Centering Prayer. Have you heard of Centering Prayer? Yeah? yeah? Yeah, good if you didn't hear. He wrote this book, Centering Prayer. He said, just sit quietly, keep your mind blank, center. Centering Prayer. The Vatican banned his book. The Vatican banned 
this book. He's a priest. Why? Because you cannot have anything with blank. What's blank? So contemplation is contemplating what? The face of Christ. Then it's contemplation. Not simply sitting and thinking of a lunch. That's not contemplation. St. Teresa of Avila says, Contemplation is a loving gaze. Loving gaze on Jesus. Lovingly looking at Christ. Contemplation. You can sit before the Blessed Sacrament and do this, right? Contemplation. Question is, can you do contemplation 24 bar 7? Can you do contemplation anywhere and everywhere? No. I ask the priests. The priests retreat. I take them through this. Disqualified father. Poor fellows. I am the preacher. They can't do much anyway. So, so what is Paul trying to say then? Pray continually. How to pray continually? What is Paul's experience when he said pray continually? It is the gift of tongues. That's why he said, yeah, okay. You got a Bible with you? Yeah, I'm going to open your Bible. 1 Corinthians 14. Open and keep it open for this whole session. 1 Corinthians 14. First check and see if you have 1 Corinthians 14 in your Bible. Some Bibles end with 1 Corinthians 13. It is the book of love. They all love it. It's love. It's love. Yeah. yeah, did you get 1 Corinthians 14? 1 Corinthians 14? Everybody got it? Hallelujah. Huh? Keep it open. You see, look at verse 18 in your Bible. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 18. What does St. Paul say? 18. 1 8. I give thanks. Yeah. That I speak in tongues more than you all. Priya quoted it. Paul is saying, I thank God I speak in tongues more than all of you. Amen. Oof. So what is the secret of St. Paul? I am sure you had this experience, you know. Sometimes we read the Bible and we are just amazed. How could St. Paul write so much and such beautiful words? Inspiration. Holy Spirit. He prayed so much in tongues that the Holy Spirit gave him this amazing revelation. Revelation comes from who? Holy Spirit. So what must you do? Connect to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that is very important. So what are the use and the benefits of the of tongues? Yeah, number one. You see, number one is to praise God. <clears throat> That's why, remember Paul saying, you can pray with your mind and you can pray with your spirit. Remember? Hmm? No, it is 1 Corinthians 14. I know you don't remember. The way you're looking at me, I'm frightened. Yeah, you know? It's all there. It's all there. Yeah, I can... That means when you can pray in tongues and there are times when you can use the word Lord you are glorious Go namana shannamana namana namana Go namana Oh you are majestic Lord your name Go namana shannamana namana You can inter you can put both You can put English and you can put the gift of tongues Yeah you can praise God If you go to any charismatic meeting uh, Earlier at least you know Now also I think so <laughs> If you go to a charismatic meeting They will pray in tongues But they don't pray too much That's the problem with charismatic meetings No it's like a puncture. Yeah? Pray more in tongues. Praise God in tongues. You know, our family prayer has changed. Our family prayer has changed. We pray a lot in tongues. My daughter received the gift of tongues when she was nine. Nine years old. And she prays in tongues. We, we gather uh, on the dining table and pray in tongues. We praise God. What a beautiful way to praise God. In one way, it's good because you don't have to put language, no? Hey, how much can you pray in English? How long can you pray in English? Can you pray in English 24 bar 7? Hello? Look at me now. Malayalam? Malayalam. Universal language. Malayalam. Tamil? Tamil? Hello? Nobody can. That's why you connect with the Spirit. How... You connect with the Holy Spirit, you can pray for hours. You will never get tired. If you are getting tired while praying in tongues, you know what it means? You are not used to it. You build a spiritual stamina. You need stamina, right? To pray in tongues for 7 hours, 8 hours, 12 hours. You build it up. So, 
you praise God. Look at this. Acts chapter 10, 45 and 47. House of Cornelius. Who is Cornelius? Cornelius is an unbeliever. Gentile. In those days, they thought the Holy Spirit only came to Jews. Gentile are not the ones who will receive the Holy Spirit. See the story. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. How did they know it that the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out on the Gentiles? Because they were praying in tongues. Evidence. Look at this. It tells here. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. How beautiful, no? Gentiles. The Holy Spirit came. So we must be a little careful, no? How we pray and how we preach our retreats. Not to limit the Holy Spirit. I, I tell, I tell the preachers and teachers when I, when I preach to them, priests when I preach to them, why should we keep the talk on the Holy Spirit to the last session? Why? He must be the first session. You agree with me? Yeah. Who will bring the Christian life alive? Holy Spirit. Who will, no, who will make you understand the love of God? Holy Spirit. Romans 5, 5. God has poured His love into your heart through the Holy Spirit. Who will make you realize there is sin in you? Holy Spirit. John 16, verse 7. He will convict you. But we keep the Holy Spirit last. And that's the only day, Sunday afternoon. Holy, welcome, Holy Spirit. What a tragedy. I'm not saying you shouldn't give the session of the Holy Spirit last. That's okay. But right from the beginning, you must introduce the Holy Spirit. And everything is gone. So when you preach, change it. Don't get into a, you know, a structure. They heard them speaking in tongues. Surely, look at this. No one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we are. They were praising God. They came together, worshipped God. In your community meetings, in your prayer meetings, in your family meetings, in your retreat centers, praise Him. Yeah. I am coming from a retreat center in Bihar. I don't want to tell you the name. I told the priest. It's run by a, by a Jesuit organization. They run a lot of retreats. A lot of non-Christians in Bihar are coming to these retreats. No Christians there, right? Very small percentage. So all the people who come there is, is, is this is non-Christians. I said, Father, what are they going to do once the retreat is over? How are they going to live their Christian life? Tell me. How? Give me one way. And they had no answer. I told them, start preaching on the gift of tongues. Preach on tongues. At least they get the gift. They go home. Connect with the Holy Spirit. Pray with the Holy Spirit. And life will come into them. And the Holy Spirit knows how to reveal Christ. He will take them to the word of God. He. But just, you know, just having like an encounter retreat. You know, they call it encounter retreat. Uh, that is the end of it. Encounter retreat is not the end. Encounter retreat is the beginning. It's not the end. So it's very important. See, these people have prayed in tongues. So I know, gather your family together. We, I will show you how to impart the gift of tongues to anybody. 30 seconds. I will do it for those people who don't have it. You can impart for those people. Your family members, your children, your whole household will change. They don't have to come to a retreat. The Holy Spirit is already in you. You don't have to come to a retreat to receive the Holy Spirit. That's wrong. The Spirit of God is already in you. Romans 8 verse 9. He dwells within you. Your body is the temple of God. What must you do? Activate it. That's it. Just activate it. I will tell you how to activate it also. Look at this. Leave all this, yeah? That's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2, One who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men but to God. Correct, no? Are you with me? Hello? Catholics have a gift. They can keep their eyes open and sleep. So I hope you are, you know, looking at me not like that. Some people I can know looking. 
No, no, I, I, I can see it. I can see it, but you are doing well. You are doing well, okay? <laughs> you are doing well. One who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. But it doesn't end there. Though it ends here. No one can understand him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. Amen. Say hallelujah now. Are you excited? You don't look so... Okay. Well, Wow, beautiful. No one understands him. Look at that. No one will understand him. He utters what? Mysteries. One guy asked me, if it is a mystery, why should I pray? It's a mystery. I said, do you believe in the Trinity? Trinity is a mystery. Do you believe in the Trinity? Yeah, then this is also a mystery. Oh, mystery. What does mystery mean? What does mystery mean? Unknown. You cannot solve it. Whatever you may do. Apply the best brain. You cannot solve it. Mystery. So don't try to figure it out after this program. What is it? Why? Why? Mystery. Man. You must go to kindergarten. Mystery. What are you trying to figure out? This is the word of God. This is not my word. It's the word of God. No one understands him. He utters mysteries in the spirit. Point number two. Personal edification. Why to pray in tongues? Personal edification. What is the meaning of edification? What is the meaning of edification? Uplifted, growth, building up, strengthening. How to grow in a spiritual walk with God? Uh-huh, here it is. Pray in tongues. You become a a giant superstar. Hallelujah. In the kingdom of God, of course. Yeah, you, you grow. Your faith internally will grow. Edification. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Look at the Bible. It is there. Edifies was what? Build up. Strengthen up. You cannot see it, but it's growing. That's the power. So when you come through any situation in life, you will, you will not, uh, you will not buckle down. You will conquer it because your faith is so strong. You can speak to the mountain. When will you speak to the mountain? When your faith has grown. You say, I can speak to this mountain. Faith. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. You know why people go to gym? You know why they go to the gym? They want muscles, six pack. This is like a spiritual gym, you know. All the muscles will build up. <laughs> Internal muscles. You can take over anything, conquer anything and walk in victory. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. So, to edify means to improve the mind and the character. Uh -huh. Mind. So, what happens is, the Holy Spirit, when you pray in tongues, it renews your mind. Your mind becomes like Jesus. You will understand his ways. You will understand his plan. You will understand his way because your mind is getting renewed. Amen. Say hallelujah. This is the power of God. Yeah. Jude. Open Jude. Please open Jude. You know where Jude comes? We are not talking about the Jude parish near Artinagar. Jude. Did you find Jude? Look at this. Jude chapter 1 verse 20. How many chapters are in Jude? 1. Fantastic. Yeah? What does it say? Come on, shall we read it? But you dear friends, build yourself up in your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Jude has got only one chapter and Jude is saying here, pray in the Holy Spirit if you want to build your life. There's no other way. So what do we do to pray spiritually? Hey, how many people say, no? I, I don't have faith. Have you heard of these people saying? I don't have faith. I'm faced with this. I don't have the ability or the faith to get over this. Why? Because they missed two points. They missed reading the word of God and they don't know how to pray in tongues. How can faith come then? Faith cannot come. Let's be honest. Faith doesn't come by just rattling prayers. Doesn't come. Faith comes by reading the word of God and praying in tongues. That's how faith will come in your life and you will become strong. Okay. Look at, yeah. Uh, leave all this. 
intercession. Yeah? You want to have intercessory prayer, deep intercession, you must learn to pray in tongues. How many intercessory groups in this country I have gone and preached to who don't pray in tongues? They are only praying in their language. That's why their prayers don't get answered. You know why their prayers don't get answered? Enemy knows. The minute you pray in a language, the enemy knows. But if you pray in tongues, he's confused. He doesn't know the language. So if you pray in Malayalam, oh, he knows better Malayalam than you. If you pray in Tamil, he knows better Tamil than you. The minute you pray in English, he knows your strategy and he'll block it. How many, of, how many people I know are praying for years for something? You know why? They don't know the strategy. There's a strategy to defeat an enemy, right? Yeah. Look at this. Romans 8.26 Priya quoted this, right? In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. What is our weakness? We do not know how to pray. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us in groans that words cannot express. Correct, no? We don't know how to pray. Who knows how to pray? Raise your hand, please. Nobody knows how to pray. Nobody knows how to pray. So what must you do? Let the Spirit pray. Do you know what is the most famous farewell greeting of a Catholic? Pray for me. I preach so many retreats. I finish the retreat. People stand in line sometimes. Thank you, brother. Very good, brother. Pray for me. How can you pray for a thousand people, bro? Pray for me. Pray for me. Why? We have lost. We don't know how to pray for ourselves. If you learn these two ways we are telling you, how to come on and pray in victory, I want you to fight your own battle. Pray in tongues. You will win it. Yeah. That's why we are struggling. No, pray for me. You have noticed it? Everybody in the Catholic pray for me, pray for me. Now I became very smart. I'm a smart preacher. Huh? By now you must have picked it up. no? Smart preacher. Now when they stand in the queue, uh, brother, very good talk, very nice. Before they say anything, I will tell them, pray for me. Yeah. Yeah, they look at me. No? You must see their expression. Amazing. They look at me and say, oh, okay. Okay, brother. Huh? Okay, go ma. Pray for yourself and win the battle. Amen? Yeah, you must learn how to pray. We do not know how to pray. But the Holy Spirit will pray on your behalf. Praise God. Yeah. So intercession. Like for example, is there another scripture here? I think there is 20. Uh, yeah. uh, pray for your family, you know. How else will you pray for your family? Every day pray for your husband. Pray for your children. Pray for your wife, right? Pray. How many people don't come for programs, don't come read. One spouse comes for charismatic retreat. One spouse is in Catholic club. I mean, it's okay. But we want also our mind to be together, no? In some areas, if your mind is not synced, you will struggle in your marriage. You will struggle. Why? One mind is this way, one mind is this way, right? Yeah. It's very hard. So pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Every day. How to pray, no? Pray in tongues. I'm telling you. Lives will turn over. You'll be amazed. Amazed what God's spirit will do for you. It'll turn around there. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of praying in tongues. Have you noticed this? Sometimes when you go to parishes, no? Uh, the parish priest will make this announcement. So-and-so couple is celebrating 25 years, silver jubilee marriage. Yeah? And everybody claps except the couple. Have you noticed it? They got fed up of each other. They look at each other and say, only if they knew our story. They're clapping. Uh, it's all gone. There's no vitality. There's no happiness. There's no joy. Everything is becoming routine, mundane, because we are not living a life in the spirit. Pray for your friends. Pray for prayer group, church, city, country, world. Pray. How to pray, no? Pray in the spirit. I challenge you. Any need, if you pray in tongues continuously, you will get a breakthrough. You'll get a breakthrough. We're telling it out of experience. <laughs> We have done it. 
you will get a breakthrough in your life that's why look at what is romans 8:27 the next verse say and he the holy spirit who searches the hearts and the minds of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for god's people in accordance with the will of god amen that's why i said there are two truths not only commanding or not only praying in tongues you must use both of them they are like a double edged sword you command and pray in tongues because you want to know it is in the will of god correct no yeah pray like this you are battling a crisis yeah everything will go in your life you know this lady came to one of the walking in victory seminars last year you know what her condition was she had a skin allergy all over her body skin allergy she went to all the skin specialists in bangalore they gave her a medication nothing happened until someone told this lady you know go to this walking in victory program it will bring you victory so she came full day she sat she understood what we are saying she came forward she received the gift of tongues and she used it you see that is it your test is after you go out of this place to use the gift of tongues to command situations in your life to command your body to obey you she did it and in 6 months time she wrote her testimony on whatsapp you know what she says uh, i've been praying for this uh, skin allergy for 6 6 months yeah suffering from the skin allergy for years then she wrote and said after praying in tongues for 6 months and commanding my body she said god has blessed me with a new skin hallelujah amazing story right i was in shillong last year i was preaching to in shillong and i was preaching something like this and there was this army army man yeah he was there and he went he just wrote to me last month he went to a, for a medical checkup the doctor said you have a uh, stone in your kidney what is the solution surgery no <laughs> surgery but he remembered the teaching he told me brother you know what i did i commanded in the name of jesus christ i command the stone in my kidney to dissolve he went for another scan no stone healed <laughs> so you know how to do it you see this is how we learn how to live in victory yeah sanctifies our speech speech is very important you when you pray in tongues your speech will sanctify you will, you know you will not use uh, any words that are not healthy not good words slang language you will not curse people yeah you won't do it why because the holy spirit has taken control of your speech yeah just write down the scripture we're not going to details here james chapter 3 you must read 1 to 12 okay james chapter 3 is on what on tongue on our tongue and once the holy spirit sanctifies our tongue everything will become okay then we become more positive we'll become more positive and we can win victories in our life yeah uh, we live with this yeah divine revelation how many of you read your bible daily how many of you read your bible daily yeah praise god fantastic okay i want others also to encourage you to read the bible daily but you see reading is not sufficient we are stopped at reading correct no many people stop at reading meditation is important if you meditate on the word of god day and night your life will be successful and prosperous amen joshua chapter 1 verse 8 meditation little bit more study and when you you see that's why divine revelation and secrets will come only meditate and you pray in tongues prayer said no when you pray in tongues the same passage come alive come alive the holy spirit will use it revelation will come insights will come depth will come when you pray for uh, when you when you pray in the spirit divine revelation bible will become interesting let me tell you one more thing please when you tell people to read a bible you must tell them how to read let me tell you this suppose i give a book to you just a book and tell you to read where will you start beginning correct no 
Correct. You must start from the beginning. Then you are sane. I give you a Bible and I tell you, please read it. Where will they start? Most people, beginning. Where they will go to? Genesis. Because they think, first, first book, no. Must go to the first chapter, obviously. And they will go to read Genesis. Then they will read Numbers. Then they will read Leviticus. And then they will die. Because if you read Numbers, if you read Leviticus, God bless you. Who is the first time you are reading? No. When you give a Bible to someone, please tell them to read from the New Testament. Read the Gospels. It's the life of Jesus. Then get into the epistles. They will help your faith. Then after once, twice, thrice, go to the Old Testament. It will make sense to you. What makes sense to you? That's why many people give up reading Bible. You know why? They read the Genesis and Numbers and they are all about measurement. They are saying, my God, what's this? I, if I really follow this, I'll become carpenter. <laughs> yeah, but you are reading the wrong book, sir. What must you read? Gospels. So, what you must do is, I tell this to the youth, very few people like to read now, right? The reading is going out. In another five years, none of us will know how to read. Yeah, we like to hear. So, if you like to hear, go to Google. Remember? Your patron saint. Go to Google and say, audio Bible of the Gospel of Mark. It will come. Download it on your phone. Audio Bible. Download it on your phone and listen to it. Put your phone and listen to it. You are traveling somewhere, riding somewhere. You are simply sitting in a bus. You are standing. Put the audio Bible. What the word of God is getting into you. Correct, no? Wow. The problem is, we only listen to music, no? Music, music, music. You go rocking to hell. Not, I'm saying music is bad, but what it will do for you ultimately? God save you. That's why remember Jesus said, don't worry what to say on the last day. The Holy Spirit, right, will remind you. Remember the word, eh? The Holy Spirit will remind you what to say. How? You must deposit the word of God. Then he will remind you because the word of God is there. He will bring it up and tell you this out is counter it. But if there is no scripture in your heart, what will happen? The Holy Spirit will search your heart and say, file not found. What did he do? No? Nothing is there. Deposit some scripture. You know this uh, uh, Daphne gave us that sheet. Use it. I compiled it. I call it, I confess boldly. I, I boldly confess, I confess boldly, right? Uh, yeah. I compiled it. Why all scripture? Confess it daily. And I have a, I have a guy in my community. Yesterday he shared in our community. Yeah. He has, you know, he's a long distance runner. He loves to take part in marathon, K10, K15. He's like that. So what is the motivation factor? He says every kilometer I confess a scripture. He has learned all the 33 scriptures by heart. And he has won marathons. Completed them. Scripture will, you know, pro, uh, help you to move forward. Yeah, uh, Revelation. Pray to the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm very famous for one talk. I'm famous for most talks, but this is a little extra huh? for the youth. Uh, whenever I go to Divine Retreat Center uh, in July, when they have this power convention for the, they call it the International Youth Retreat, okay? Uh, uh, I give a teaching on relationships, boy-girl. So this time I reached Divine Retreat Center, the guy who came to meet me at the railway station already told me, brother, you have to give the talk, they said. What is the talk? Christian relationships, boy-girl. Because a lot of boys have come there, no? Yeah. Some are, sometimes it's like engagement encounter. Some of the retreats, no? these youth retreats are like that only. Some, some of them, not all. So I said, fair enough. I was praying. Then I thought, why not change the title? Content is the same. I changed the title. So what title I put is, Love, Sex and Marriage. Because my talk was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And when you put a title like that, all of them, wow! They 
brother. Nobody. Wow. Love, sex, and marriage. Wow. I was happy. So I went to the chapel to pray before the talk. The minute I entered the chapel to pray, the Holy Spirit told me, wrong title. Love, sex, and marriage. What's wrong? Love, sex, and marriage. I have attended, when I was in uh, uh, youth, uh, you know, I have attended uh, uh, missions in this very city that talked about love, sex, and marriage. So I said, what's wrong? The Holy Spirit said, wrong. I said, what's wrong? Immediately the Holy Spirit told me, it's the wrong order. It should be love, marriage, and sex. Ah, I said, thank you, Lord. Went and changed it. How beautiful, no? How beautiful, no? The Holy Spirit takes care of all these little things. He guides you. So that people are listening to you and seeing the title also get the message, no? That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. And if you're, if you're in the ministry of preaching and teaching, you must rely more on the Holy Spirit. Really rely more on the Holy Spirit. The new word of God will come. Yeah? Look at this, what Jesus said in John 14, 26. But the counsel of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and remind you all I have said to you. Hallelujah. Beautiful, isn't it? That's why you must learn the word of God. Yeah, uh, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2, for he who speaks in a tongue speaks not to man but to God. No one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. John 16 verse 13, beautiful scripture. Jesus introducing actually the Holy Spirit. But when he, that's the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. He will tell you what is yet to come. Who will tell you your future? Holy Spirit. He will tell you what is yet to come. Holy Spirit. We know only one scripture now when it comes to future. What is the scripture we know when it comes to future? Jeremiah 29.11 With Jeremiah 29.11 No? I all know the plans I have for you. Plans for welfare, not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Not enough. Not enough. That is not the entirety of scripture. Because what is this? Jeremiah 29 verse 11 saying, I alone know. God knows. Do you know? No. You don't know. God knows. Yes, God knows. But here comes the Holy Spirit now. Jesus giving the Holy Spirit. He's saying the Holy Spirit will tell you. Aha. He will reveal to you. He will not keep you in suspense. He will tell you what is yet to come. Amen. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, fantastic. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. He will tell you your future. He will tell you. Not keep it in suspense. He will guide your step. He will guide your path. And that is the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah? Breakthroughs. Oh, if you are looking for a breakthrough. Yeah, this is Priya's story. Remember she told you? Let me share it. Point number six is, you know, when you pray in tongues, I will also sing it. You will get breakthrough. If you're praying for something and still no answer, I want to challenge you. Pray in tongues, you will get an answer. Immediately. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Tongues. Oh, anything, anybody, look at this guy. <laughs> Let me share his story. Huh? Amazing story. 2017, January. Yeah, 2017, I think. Anyway, January, Coimbatore was hit by swine flu. H1N1. Many died. Many, many, many people died in Coimbatore. This man contacted swine flu and is in the ICU. Look at him. You know what doctor told about him? You will not live. 20% people might live, might live. So they put him in ICU. Three months in ICU. Battling life and death. Until one day. Someone told, I don't know who, but someone told this. His wife was in the hospital to contact Priya on the phone. So this lady contacted Priya. And told her case. And Priya said, I will pray for him. So she prayed for him on the phone. He's in the ICU, right? Prayed for him on the phone. Then for the next 20 days, prayer used to call this wife, his wife, and pray for her on the phone for his healing. 20 days. 
going on every day at 4 o'clock. And one day Priya asked this lady, Shiva, do you pray in tongues? She said, no sister. I am a CSI. You know what a CSI? Church of uh, South India. I am a CSI. We don't believe in tongues. Our church also doesn't speak in tongues. We are just like Catholic sister. We are, we are very famous for the wrong things, you know. Yeah. So Priya said, no, I am a different Catholic. Yeah. You see? But she, she asked her, do you want tongues? This lady told her, sister, if it is going to help me, I want it. So Priya prayed on the phone and she received the gift of tongues in Coimbatore. Yeah, very easy. People have called us from Auckland and Perth and Dublin, Sydney. Prayed on tongues. Just 15 seconds. Yeah, simple. Anyway, she got, the minute she got the gift of tongues, she started using it. Uh, her husband is in the ICU. Use it. Pray, pray. I don't know the full story, but something happened in her life that people around her noticed it. All the nurses in that hospital came to her for prayer. Can you imagine? She used to pray for the nurses. Nurses must pray for her actually. She prayed for the nurses and they got relief. Sometime later, the doctors called Sheba and said, Sheba, your husband's eyes Okay. Your husband's eyes have closed. It's an indication to us he will not live more than three hours. Please go and take a look at your husband. So, <coughs> so Sheba comes into the ICU and here is this guy. Closed eyes. There are some nurses around him. Sheba has been praying in tongues. He that prays in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Remember? You build yourself spiritually to do the works of God. What will give you courage to pray for a dying person? What will give you the courage? Doctors have said three hours. You know what this lady did? She went to the ICU. His husband is there. This is what she said. And she wrote a big testimony to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command your eyes to open. And she prayed in tongues. In three minutes, his eyes opened. Say hallelujah. You know what happened? I'm telling you, he rapidly progressed. And he got discharged from the hospital. He's like this today. Here's the guy. And this is Shiva. This guy. Completely healed. Amazing story, isn't it? His medical bill was 38 lakhs. And she wrote and said, in a supernatural way, God sent 38 lakhs. And my, my husband walked out of the hospital. Wow. This is the intervention of the Holy Spirit, right? Have you noticed people, they go to hospital, become better, Bill comes heart attack. So if you want to die, go to the hospital. If you look at the bill, gone for you. The bill will kill you, right? Yeah. Bill will kill you. Someone said, today you need faith to go to hospitals. What it can, don't give up. Don't give up. All things are possible for you, said Jesus in Matthew 17. Yeah, uh, Last point. To counter the ways of the enemy. We have an enemy, no? Who is he? Uh, hello, who is the enemy? Uh, thank God you didn't say mother-in-law. You know, sisters and brothers, learn to pray correctly. And I think the best way to learn to pray is in tongues. You know why? There is no methodology. No, no, first point. Some, have you seen some prayer methods? First point, second point, you must do this, third point. They're all, all prayers are valid. Huh? I'm not disputing any prayer. But there are higher levels also. Prayer also has got levels. Yeah. All but, but you must see which prayer works for you. I'm telling you, gift of tongues will work for you. No first step, second step, third step, fourth step. Sometimes when you have this method of prayer, steps, no. When you come to second step, also a distraction. You'll be wondering, what is third step? 
डिस्ट्रैक्शन So best way is to pray in tongues. The Holy Spirit will bring life to you. That's why we have an enemy. That's why I'm saying, please learn to pray well. You know why I'm telling you this is, sometimes we pray wrongly. Many people pray wrongly and they expect God to work. Oh, amazing people. I was at a retreat. You may enjoy this. As I'm going to talk, one lady came. She told me, brother, I have a problem in my marriage. I said, oh. So I said, um, is it with your husband? She said, no, no, no. Husband, brilliant man. Very nice man. Uh, God has given you the best husband. My mother-in-law. So I asked her, how long are you married? She told me, brother, two years. I said, honey, you have a long way to go. <laughs> Make peace with your mother-in-law. And move on. I want to tell you, sisters and brothers, sisters, I want to tell you, make peace with your mother-in-law. Why should Catholics, why should Catholics have a problem with mother-in-law and daughter-in-law? Don't you go for the Eucharist? Don't you go for confession? Where is forgiveness? Where is forgiveness? Why should you have a problem? Let anybody have a problem with their daughter-in-law and mother-in-law. You shouldn't. You're a Catholic. You must practice charity at home. Charity begins at home. Practice it. I'm not saying your mother-in-law and daughter-in-law is the best. No, no, no. I don't know what your situation is. I'm not saying to hug her and kiss her and all. But at least have a working relationship. No? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You may not be the best of friends. That's okay. But have peace in your heart. It will destroy you otherwise. So this lady is telling me, I have a problem with the mother-in-law. So I told her, so I'm going to talk, no? I told her, uh, you see, people, you know, sometimes, sometimes people think preachers have all the answers under the sun. They'll come with all these questions and I don't have all the answers. She's telling me, what to do, brother? I said, what to do? You married, not I. <laughs> what to do, what to do? So I just told her and I want to start now. Uh, pray. I'm a smart guy. When you don't have the answer, what will you say? Pray. <laughs> She is telling you, brother, I am praying for two years. And I, I want to tell her, pray more. What else you tell, no? To escape, no? You have to escape, no? But this time, you are amazing, eh? This time the Holy Spirit. See, when you start fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, His presence will become very deep. You will hear Him. He guide every thought and every word that you say. The Holy Spirit told me, ask her how she is praying. I never ask this question because, you know, when you ask this, then, you know, finished, you know, then no talk, only counseling. <laughs> and what she told me, I was surprised. She is at a retreat center for a retreater. Now what she telling me? I said, how are you praying? She saying, brother, I am praying every day that, the, that God will take away my mother-in-law. Can you imagine, yeah? She is at a retreat center. Probably she came for the retreat only for this. And she, then they are asking, why is God not answering my prayer? You are crazy woman. Hello. How can I pray like that? What's wrong with you? You go home and pray for your mother-in-law or daughter-in-law. Lord, take away my mother-in-law. You know what will happen to your mother-in-law? She will become stronger. She will become healthier. She will die after you. <laughs> How can you pray like that? You don't know how to pray. You don't know how to pray for a situation. Pray in tongues. The safest prayer. Hallelujah. Because the Spirit of God is praying according to the will of God. Amen. 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 That's the best way to pray. 
That's why to counter the wiles of the enemy, see? For we are not contending against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers, world rulers of this present darkness, against spiritual laws of wickedness in heavenly places. Hey, our enemy is super intelligent. He is not Buddha. Hello? He is not a Buddha. He is a strategist. He knows our weaknesses. If you do nothing to your weakness, he will bulldoze you one day. You know why men, why men and women of God fall into sin? You know why? Yeah, they did nothing about certain weaknesses in their lives. That's why scandals. When does a scandal come? When you did nothing in that area of your life. And you're gone. Scandals will come. That's why people who preach, people in leadership must evangelize themselves. Must become a disciple of Jesus. Must imitate Jesus. Protect our lives as far as we can. Because the enemy is watching you. He is watching you. And he will catch you one day off guard. We have to be careful. Yeah, the Lord. That's why we, must, we, we have a super uh, enemy, no? That's why I told you. See, he cannot understand tongues. No? How nice, no? Hey, let me ask you this question. Do you know what is the meaning of ambush? What is an ambush? It's an army word. You know what army word? You know when you say this, uh, these people were ambushed. What does that mean? And <coughs> an ambush is this. Two parties are fighting, right? This party realizes how that person is coming. And they'll say, hey, this party is coming on this road. The enemy. What will they do? They ambush him. They walk into an open trap. They don't know. Enemies put a trap. They are coming. Come on. Come. Who set the trap? Enemy. Why? He knew your path. Ambush. It's an army word. So same way with the devil. Satan. If you stand and say in English or Malayalam, I am going to dara dara. You say, ha ha ha, come. But you pray in tongues, he doesn't understand. Why breakthroughs you will get in praying in tongues? Enemy cannot understand. The minute enemy understands, he'll put an ambush. Close you. Yeah. Because he's a strategist. Yeah. That's why you must pray in tongues. Yeah. Helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Please get familiar with the word of God. Please. Please. Read at least the Gospels, please. Move beyond ask and receive. Move beyond, I'm telling you. We are, we, we are no knowledge of scripture. And so the enemy takes control of our lives. And pray in the spirit on all occasion. All kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Always keeping on praying. See? For all the Lord's people. We are in a war. Correct, no? I don't know if you realize. Most Catholic things, ceasefire has happened long back. Actually, we are in a battle, sisters and brothers. We are fighting an enemy. Unseen enemy. So you have to make sure that you put on the armor of God and fight. Not going to be so easy. And one of the best ways to fight is the weapon of the word of God. Yeah, uh, Prayer has already spoken. You see, one of the ways for sanctification and holiness is gift of tongues. How much we preach on holiness, no? How much we preach on holiness, holiness. How to bring holiness in your life, sir? How? Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. How? Pray to the Holy Spirit. That's his work and mission. That's why it's called Holy Spirit. He will make you holy. Amen. Say hallelujah. We cannot become holy. Impossible. Can man become holy? Impossible. He's a sinner. Who can make you holy? Is the Holy Spirit. Okay. So we close all this. Yeah. Pre already said this, yeah? So we close this. Amen. Okay, okay, okay. Come on. Say hallelujah. Maybe you're excited to see the title, huh? Don't worry, auntie. Huh? Uh, not required. Nine is what? Gateway, gateway. The gift of tongues is an entry gift, no? You see, the gift of tongues is an entry gift. Once you get this gift, all other gifts will flow to your life. That's the power of the gift of tongues. Amen? So, Priya spoke on this, so let's not... Uh, spend too much of time on this. Let's close this and say, yeah. Amen. The power of prayer.
that is fully seen when you pray in tongues. That's why Paul said, do not forbid anyone to pray in tongues. Do not forbid. You don't understand it, keep quiet. No problem. You don't want to pray in it, no problem. Keep quiet. Don't criticize. Keep quiet. Who are you to criticize? Unless you have done a great study, you know. You have studied, you got all facts. Don't like it, it's okay. But what is important is be open. Be open, yeah. Uh, do not waste another moment. The Lord wants us to do much in us and through us. Allow the Holy Spirit to have His way. There is no better way. No better way. Each to the gift of tongues, pray in tongues, everything will fall in place. Amen. Say hallelujah. 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 Any questions before we take a short break? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And then we, then we go into the Eucharist. Any questions?